BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Buffuto. And every week we are bringing you entrepreneur real stories from leaders, disruptors, change makers, and risk takers. We may not be serious, but we seriously mean business. Hi, Caviar Dreamers. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. I'm so excited. We're here with my good friend who I just met recently, Marjorie Googleman. Marjorie Mad Marge. Mad Marge. I mean, thank you for having me. And I just need to interject and be like, when we saw each other, we had a feeling that we knew each other. I know. I felt like we were kindred spirits, but I was like, I felt like you were in my life forever. And we looked at each other and kept saying, we know each other. Yes, I know. And it wasn't like fake. It was real. It was totally real. And I felt like we spent the night together. We met at Brian Kelly's. I just want to put out their 40th birthday in Portugal. And I was like, this is great. But I was obsessed with you because I read about you for years. And I felt like you were in my life. No, seriously. Yep. No, you said to me, we definitely have met before somewhere. Yes, Marjorie Goobelman. I mean, you were. And we had friends in common. Friends in common. galore. Tons of people. We have that the we same know. name. Let's be yes. honest. Yes. Oh, we like the same things. We're both Aries. We're Aries. We love yes. the gays. We love wow. the gays. We're both blonde. Yes. It's getting creepy. Yes. Now, girls. Very, it's getting yes. creepy. Very, very creepy. It's very. It's it very was a crazy. fruitful weekend. We came away being like, thank God we had that interlude. Otherwise, we would have been waiting. I know. The- waiting forever to be together. And it's not right. So I'm so glad you're here because I want to talk about you because we're both also all three of us are mothers of sons. Yeah. Mothers yes. of sons. We love that. We love the same music. But I just what I love about you is that you're entrepreneurial. You're a hustler. You know, people look at you and think like, why would Marjorie work? Yeah. You know, so I want to discuss this because I think, you know, we get a bad rap, you know, glamour women like us. And they're like, why, why do these you know, why do these women work? What, what do they have the hustle factor for? So I just I want to talk about this because, you know, you grew up, you know, people say for lack of a better word and Privilege. Privilege. I'll say I don't want to say. You know, no, privilege. It's, it's honest. It's I did. You grew up privileged. Absolutely. You, you went away to a fancy school. Correct. You went away to a fancy school. And people would say, it's like, why does, you know, you, reinvent, you know, reinvented yourself. You sit on a lot of boards of charities. You do a lot of things. But then you're like, I have a love of music. So tell us how you became Mad Marge the DJ, because you are a very, very popular DJ. Well, thank you. I think that is all relative. Um, I want to answer your first question when they about work. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I did grow up in privilege and I went to nice schools and all that. But sometimes that does not equal making a living yes. and mm-hmm. earning income to live off of. And I'm a single mom. I have a teenage son and I have to make a living. And I think that 
there's a big gap in people illusion of stuff and how you appear mm. to yes. actually having money to pay your bills. And I, th- I wish I'd learned younger to get my hustle on faster. But as I got older, I got better at it. And, you know, through trial and error, you know, there's been many, many phases of my life. It was actually after my divorce that I really realized I had to get my my shit together, for lack of a better word. But the DJing thing was a co- honestly was a complete joke, mistake. It was not anything I'd ever planned. And I was around 42 years old. I'd always loved music. And I have a really good friend called Mickey Boardman. He ran a magazine called Paper yes, Magazine that yes, just closed. Yeah, yeah but he's a legend. And at a Sunday lunch at my apartment one weekend, we were talking about young girl DJs that, you know, could be my daughter, really. I was in my 40s. They were in their 20s. And he was talking about them. And I said, oh, it's so funny. You know, in the 80s, I was a DJ on a college radio. And he, you know, in his glitter top, he's like, girl, you're going to DJ my birthday party. And I was like, Mickey, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. It's been 30 years. You know, I just was in a basement talking to myself, playing records, Madonna in a basement. And he said, you know, but these people are pay- playing on their iPad. Basically, you can do it. You know, just do 15 minutes. I'll have a man there to help you. And I was like, kind of a bitch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I'll just do 15 minutes. And he's like, sure. He's like, come in one of your outfits. I'm like, duh. And I went all dressed up, not knowing what I was doing. And that's when New York is amazing because the mix and the the energy. And I was, you know, in some downtown, probably basement somewhere. And people were like, is Marjorie the DJ? What's going on? And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and this man in all black is like, ma'am, you know, may I help you? And I'm like, ma'am does not know what she's doing. And it'll be 15 minutes. You guys, literally two hours later, I was like, Ooh! having the time of my life. And it was, I've said this before, it's like those really awful women empowerment speeches when you know they're lying and they're like, when you do what you love and the money will follow. And you're like, that woman is full of it. Mm-hmm. And so that night happened and I went home and I'm lying on my bed. I was on my spa- in my Spanx, definitely. <laughs> and um, now I felt like, holy moly, I'm alive. Like this is the most fun I've had in such a really long time. And the next week the phone rang with jobs that I really needed. I needed the money. And they were really good jobs. But something in my brain, I think it's because I was in my 40s and not my 20s, I was like, I should actually learn how to do this if I'm going to take these jobs. And I had a friend who was running a really big record label at the time, and I called him up and I said, don't laugh and don't ask any questions, but I got to go to DJ school. And he's like, I'm not laughing, but I have, to have so many questions. I'm like, nope. He's like, okay, Scratch Academy. And I went and I enrolled. And my my team, my, my schoolmates were like 19 with backwards hats. And I'm you know, dressed like this and I'm playing my 80s music and disco. And they're like, who's that mom? You know, who's that mom? <laughs> right. I was exactly. And I graduated. And what now, what year was this? This was around 2012. And I graduated, which is probably the only school I probably graduated with paying attention. I was quite wild in my youth. And how many months is that? Does About it? six months. Six months. Ooh. Yeah, wow, but you that's can. That's a long that's time. Extensive. No, it was that's long because in the big. To be in all honesty, at the beginning I was going once a week. Then I started doing private mm. lessons and doing it at my own pace. But it, it, you can really go. At, I you, I still have to go and learn things because equipment changes. You know, things change. And then my first job was in 2013. Like what I'd say, my first paying job was for Clinique, and I thought this is too good to be true. You know, I'm having the time of my life. I'm playing the music that I love. I'm dressed up. I'm seeing my friends. I'm having fun and I'm getting paid. This is not going to last. So I didn't tell anyone. I mean, I would just say like when people would in New York, you go to dinner like, hey, what do you do? First question. I never said DJ for a long time because I thought it was going to go away. 
Mm-hmm. It's sort of like, you know, you you just I was scared and it took me a while to own it. And then I was also thought it was going to be a phase. So I thought better yes. not. Don't discuss the phase because in case you go into another phase. And about, I don't know, nine months, it was still going. Look here, we're now 10 years later. It's still going. So now I, I am know. I am a DJ. So you I own are. it. But it took a while because I was scared it was not going to last. But you know what I love? I, I just want to say this to, to everybody listening. You don't change your style. No. Which which mm-hmm. I love. And I think that's what's so great. Because I was at, you know, we were at this party together and you were DJing. Mad March comes on. And it's music people love to dance to. Because I will go to a lot of parties and there's DJs. I'm like, I can't dance to this. No one's really dancing. Or people are dancing, but no one's really moving. Be, you know, you play music that people want to dance to. And you and also you haven't changed your style the way you look. You, you, Correct. You're like, mm-hmm. you're still I like. I think honestly, let's be honest. I, that's why I'm hired. Because I'm dressed up. I look fancy. You look that's fancy. Part of it. You're like, so you look and like And I'm whipping glamorous. out the tunes that they know the words to. Yes. And yes. I don't play any weird remix. I play the actual song that people know all the words to. Yeah. Otherwise, there's no point. You don't want to boogie woogie unless it's your song. You know yes. it. And you're not cutting the song off. No. Oh, no. I play it out. <laughs> yes. Which most DJs don't. They play a few minutes and then they're into the next one. No. DJ ADHD is my worst thing. Like, you just yeah. get an intro it's song. Like, you're like, dancing queen. And yeah, toxic no. comes on. No, no, no. I let it's you still. You have the full dancing queen when you have me. Yes. I love it. I, I want to hear it myself. I know, which I absolutely love. So it's just that that this has become your business. It's like, how far in advance do people have to book you, Mad Marge? Well, thank you so much for the compliment and thinking that it it just really depends. Sometimes if it's, it depends on the event. Sometimes people book me six months in advance and sometimes I can get like a week. You just, you know, I have some, it depends. Like I have a, you know, something planned for December that's already booked and signed. The older you get, you don't believe it until there's a contract and a deposit, right? You know what I mean? Yes. So that's what I call a, a firm booking. Um, because you know, there's a lot of chat. Yeah. Don't, don't talk to me about chat. Talk to me about when it's booked. <laughs> you we know? know a lot about chat. Yeah, chat, we know a lot about chat, chat doesn't interest now, me. Now, is there a a favorite party that you've done? I've had a few. Once I. DJ in the Sydney Opera House. And I, oh my God. I just looked behind me and I'm like, I can't believe my life. Like, I am DJing in the Sydney Opera House. Like, it was their fashion week. And like, I was like, this is like, what is happening here? That was kind of unbelievable. And then last summer, I opened at Madison Square Garden for Duran Duran, who was <gasps> my childhood what? boyfriends in my head. I had them, all their posters on my wall. I was in love with them. And I was, I, I mean, first of all, Madison Square Garden, the whole thing was like, I had to pinch myself. Oh, Those two that, things, like, met, Duran Duran wins, obviously. That oh, is unbelievable. That I died, unbelievable. I died. I was like, here, what am I doing? How did this happen? I that, couldn't believe it. I mean, that's so great. Is Simon Lebon still so sexy? He's so, so sexy. He's John hot. Taylor. They're all hot. John Taylor. You know, Duran Duran, there's so many of them. Everyone can still have their one. Yeah. And you know, he's yes. super handsome is Roger Taylor. When I was a teenager, he wasn't the favorite. Let me tell you. He grew he's into hot. it. He's hot. He grew into it. Let me also ask you, because you did grow up privileged. A lot yes. of you, you, you probably have still a lot of the same friends. I do. They, they don't they don't work. Properly. No, they probably sit on charity boards. Are they like, Marjorie, what the hell are you doing? No. Does anybody Can I have tell a you? question? Are they supportive? They are so supportive. And I think one of the reasons why I was such a weirdo in the beginning, not discussing it, I doubted myself more. I I was my own worst enemy, whereas all of my friends, my family are rooting for me, are so happy for me. And I didn't realize that until it happened. Like they're like cheering the loudest. Whereas I think I was the one like, I think when you're younger, you're more insecure. Like if in my 20s and 30s, I would think it would have sounded like I was dumb. 
well, then I got to my 40s. I'm like, fuck this. This I'm going to do what I want. Yes. And having the your friends rooting for you. No, no one says that. Everyone's psyched for me, which is I didn't realize that till it happened. Well, that's so good. That it you, is really nice. No, that everyone's so I, that's great that everyone's so supportive because women should be supporting everybody, Correct. you know, and that and that they want to see you win. Yes. I mean, maybe. Listen, there's got I'm sure there's some naysayers and doubters and haters, and that's fine. Not everyone has to be like Marjorie is the best in the world. However, the people that matter to me are there screaming the loudest. I mean, I'd be in a basement with like a fog machine in the beginning. They would all show up. That's that's fabulous. No, I know. This is before the Clinique's. You know what I mean? Like they were all there boogieing down. I love that. But you give people a place to dance also. Like to me, going to something that you're DJing, like I did not leave the dance floor in Portugal. I spoke to no one. Kim Petras is in the other room. I was like, see ya. (laughs) No, when you were playing, I, it was, it was the best. We were dancing all night. Well, we were the last, we we also like the same music. So you have to also know your crowd. And that was, I was a good match. So I think that you have to set yourself up for success because if someone would try to hire me, hire me for their child, I am not the right match. I don't know that music. And I'll tell them your kid will hate you. Do not hire me. You need to hire someone that knows their music. I do not. You have to, you know, you, it's okay to say no because that's going to only make you look bad too. And you, you yeah. to have it a win-win for the whole thing is very important. So that was a good group. No, I think the it was- The gays and the glamours. The gays you know? and the yes. glamours. Yes. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely the right crowd. Tell me your son. Yes. He, you know what? Because you do travel, you do things. I'm sure he's very proud of you. But is it hard- balancing work and being a mom? I mean, I would have to say yes, but also no. So I started when he was so little and he would say things like, I mean, now he's a grown up, but he would be little and he came to my, I had to, he put on Mother's Day a picture of me at that clinic job and he came to that job in his little blazer to watch me. And then he was like seven oh. or eight. Yes, he was so proud. Well, which was so sweet. That. I, th- I think it's important for, for us to show our children that we are multifaceted. Yes. And then how important it is to work. And that yes. it is very important yes. to work. What, what do we what do you tell those people? Because I have this a lot. Like people are like, you work because you need the money. There's nothing wrong with working to need the money. Why? But it's also, why? Yes, I do. And it's also. And I, I need some more, please. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I, there's yeah, no shame please, in do wanting not, to love money. If you want to send some along, I'm happy to, you know, to a tap dance. Yes, exactly. And I, and I get those people who are. And I said, but it's also not about the money. It's also, it's good for my brain. It's things I'm passionate about. And it also makes you have something interesting to talk to people I about. Agree. You, I mean, you, you have a purpose and you, whether you're socializing, I mean, if you're, if you're sitting at home and not learning or traveling or it makes you a more interesting person, I think. I agree. I say that to some of my friends because listen, what are you going to talk to your husband? You know, some of my yeah, friends are still day. married at the end of the day. What are you going to talk to your husband about? Bring me, I don't, what is, what are we going to talk about? I say that to my girlfriends, you know, things can end in a day, right? Mm -hmm. You know, no one gets married with the intent of getting divorced. I, you know, I'm on my second husband. I got divorced. If I had to rely on my first husband to give me money when I walked out that door, I would have been totally fucked. Uh, Same. I, I, I got divorced losing money. Yeah, I did too. Yes, correct. And, And, and it made me stronger to get cracking. Exactly. Nothing. Nothing's guaranteed. In nothing life. is guaranteed. So nothing I feel in life like is guaranteed. 
I think you are a very good example of of showing women that you have to have something else, a backup. Plan. Yes. And you don't know at any time, like you said, in a blink of an eye, it can all change. And I also think another reason why we clicked when we did, I love going places and meeting new people. And there is the thing of like, who's going to be there? Who, no, I, a whole group of strangers to me is idea of heaven. Meeting new people, learning new things sing, is makes you interesting. You might come. Look, we came home for friends. Yes. What you know, all of that. That is that to me is interesting. Not sitting with someone that I've known since I was seven all the time. That is not. I life. agree. I like to meet new people, different people, people I can learn from. Yes. You don't want to show up at a party and be like, oh, I played tennis today. Big fucking deal. I mean, yeah. it's nice. It's nice to play tennis. And, or people, then yeah. they talk about the weather. Yes. That's the other thing. Yes. Well, being British, everyone talks about the weather all day long. That's their number one source conversation. But I do think the naysayers that do have what they consider to be these privileged stay-at-home lives, I think they quite often look at women that are working hard and hustling with a purpose and do feel a little resentment because maybe they're not able to tap into what it is that's their passion. Or they haven't found it yet. Sometimes... They think that that's what they want until they're bored. Mm-hmm. And it really isn't about money. No. And and then they're like, and then the kids are gone and whatever. You can't make your life about your kids either. Then you're a weirdo. I think you have to right. have something that's just yours. I absolutely agree with that. And talking about your children nonstop at d- dinners. No one needs that conversation. either. That, that is <laughs> no. a super weird thing. That I, That I, is a, not, not a, my idea of a fun dinner. Believe me. I, I don't want to no. hear about your child's issues no, i live it i live it with some people and i'm just like okay and parent teacher conference i don't care what happened there and i don't really care about hearing about anyone's either i know we live it we had to deal with our own kids i absolutely agree i go out with my friends to escape from that yeah it's you don't want to you don't want to so talk true. about it no it, and it, it doesn't mean that you're a better or worse parent i just that is no. just so odd to bang on and on like that no you are so right. Now, Marjorie, what would you tell your younger self? What would Marjorie, now that you have all this life experience, what would grown-up Marjorie tell little Marjorie? It's what so advice? funny because I've had a few different answers when I've been asked this before. And right now, I think I would say absolutely nothing because I had to go through all the little Marjorie terrors, you know, pigs, valleys, naughties, whatever it was to get to big Marjorie. And to say right now, listen, it's all going to be okay. No, you can't say that. You got to go through not knowing it's going to be okay and be scared and figure it out and fall and get back up and do all of that. You know, because I've answered before, like, say, don't worry. It's all going to be. No, you got to worry a bit. You got to figure it out. I mean, I also had a great mom. And my mom was the kind of mother that would be like, you know, cereals on the counter, get yourself to school. I mean, when it was time for college, I was like, mom, it's time for college. She's like, you were in boarding school. You know how to drive. Get your map out and get yourself there. Like she's one of those. But now yeah. she made me brave. Yeah, she made me not yes. afraid to see the world and go and figure out bar- baggage carousel four in Berlin and then meet your friend. And there was no phones and whatever. And I just get on with life and be self sufficient and figure it out. So that if the shit does hit the fan, you have some tools. Yes. And putting living in a padded environment is is not helpful to a parent or a child. You know, you got to have some. So little Marjorie had to have some stumbles. Okay. I Did like you that. follow that with your son? Because my mom was very like, dr- you know, driven for me to be independent. But I feel like I cuddled the shit out of I my don't son. Think, I think I was way worse. I, I think that I was, I, I did not do what my mom did. I think I, I made things easier for him. Also yeah, divorce guilt. 
There yes. is divorce same. guilt. I, I get, I live and it. Same. People don't give that enough credit. I don't care what happens. You have it. You do. Mm-hmm. And you, you want to make everything rosy. And th- that definitely played a part in it. Oh, for sure. I, I did the exact same thing. Yeah. My, my son's life was, is very easy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would, I would anything. say that yeah. I was, I would be guilty of that. Yes. And I, and I think that's normal. Yeah. I think it's very normal to have divorce guilt and, and overindulge and compensate. And add I've, to the divorce guilt, the mom guilt that works, then it gets even worse. Like I picked my son up last night at 11 o'clock at night from his dad's house. I'm like, I'm so sorry, buddy. You know, and then I'm like fe- spoon feeding him his breakfast. I'm like, you're full. You have two arms. But it's so hard to do it all and not feel so You know guilty. what, though? Don't beat yourself up because it's fine. I did. We've all done worse and they're going to be great. It, yeah. It's true. Now, you have two. You have twin sisters. They're actually my cousins, but people are think, no, no, I know, no, but, but everyone thinks we're sisters and we don't correct them because we grew up together. The Google our, twins, the Google yes, Google twins. And oh, our I fathers, thought they were your no, sisters. but everyone thinks that our doormen in our buildings, like everyone thinks, and they just say your sisters are. Are you an only child? I have a brother. You have a brother. But my, my cousins who are my, like my sisters, we always live in the same city. We had the same friends. We were, we have every holiday they together. They look like you. They yeah. look like me. We do, we have the same social life. We we had every holiday together. We said we all got divorced together. Half of us, we we have a very similar. We're very close, and so it, they are like sisters. Yeah. So one of them, Tantivy, we have weird names in our family. Tantivy lives in New York, and uh, I like that Tantivy. Yeah, cool Tantivy made up, or it's a family name. No, it's a made up name, and I believe it could be a. Okay, there's a scent company in London called Floris of London. And I think there was a scent called Tantivy. And I also think hunting, like on a horse hunting, there was one of the phrases was tally ho, Tantivy, some English thing. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Anyway, <laughs> we call her Tan or Tanimal. Anyway, Tan, who is like, who is my sister, really? Like, that's who I would call. If I was like an, having a problem, I would be like, you know, she knows where all the bodies are buried. Okay, good. Yeah. I yes. like that. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Very good. Very yes. good. But the Google twins, like, we, oh, I thought the Google twins. The Google twins I, are yes. no, no. We 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 look alike. We talk alike. We have the same voice. We 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 might as well be sisters. And our family is also very very small. So we are. The, we, so the Google men's are a small little tribe. They're now. a tiny tribe. We're very weird, and we are all a bit wacky. We have a very I sick like sense of I naughty just, humor. I I do too. Mm. Yeah, my, we're dirty. My tribe is we're dirty. dirty. We're dirty. Also, yeah. I just want to say, and your grandfather invented the calculator. He had like five thousand patents or five hundred yes. or five thousand. Well, so he was what actually my great grandfather. So that money has clearly run out by now. Just so, just get that to all of you listening, and just in case you want to start a GoFundMe, we will, we will, we will, <laughs> we will, we will we're happy with that. But yes, she is correct. It sounds so good in the press, but it's, it's really it exaggerated. Yeah, my great grandfather, he invented many, many things, including the cash register. I mean, that's a big wow. deal, No, it's though. huge. It is huge. It's yeah. huge. And I think he was a weird scientist. He was from New Jersey. Okay, I like Shout that. Shout out to New Jersey. Shout out to the Jersey Jers, people. Jersey in the house. And I think he, I read somewhere that he would stay up all night and sleep all day and was an inventor and he had something like a gazillion patents. But the most notable ones was the cash register and the back pedal brake for the bicycle. You know when you put the pedal? That's a, yes. Wow, yes. that was good. Yeah. So, yeah, that is true. 
That is true. Yeah, but that was too long ago. The mother, you know, tax, de- death and taxes. Yeah, yeah, death and taxes. And no one really death working. That's the problem. You got to teach the kids to work or you, ghost. You do have to yeah. teach yep. the kids to work, the work ethic. Yeah, he was so, loaded, but it's gone. Okay, that's okay. Yeah. That's all right. That's, you know what? But that's You're when they call smart. me an heiress. It comes from things like that. An heiress. Yeah, yes. I know. Listen, guess what? I, like, I like that being I called know. an heiress regardless. That's it's fine. It's really just air now. It's air. Yeah. I know. I love it. Yeah. Okay, so you were married. You're divorce yes okay so when you were younger have you changed obviously what you're looking for in a partner yes a hundred percent so let's give advice to people because I feel mm-hmm. like you've had such a worldly life you have so yeah. much insight what do you feel is important in a, in a partner oh my god well I think that there's two parts of this what's important what you want and what you don't want yes and I think for me it's a learning curve I would like someone that I respect yes I would like someone who is confident. Mm, very important. Mm-hmm. And I think men in particular, they get their confidence from their business life. Mm-hmm. I would really like to hear these words. Don't worry, I got it. Yes. I've never heard that. I'll let you know if I hear it, but I'd like to hear those words. I Yes, that's Don't true. Don't worry, I got it. That's a nice thing to hear and feel. It is a nice thing to hear mm-hmm. and feel. I mean, you want so, someone who makes you feel safe. As a man. Yeah. Yes. Who's a real man. And someone that you're like, see, in six weeks, I'm going to close a deal in Asia. I'll be back, blah, 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 blah. Has a life, is confident or whatever. Yeah, you, you need a power. Not like a level three clinger. No, not a stage. Yeah, my husband's a little clingy, but he's also very confident. Well, he's very confident. He's also like, lets you he's be not you. A cling- yeah, he's yes. not trying to get in your no. light. When I say he's, no, he doesn't want to get my light. He's the man behind the woman. I'll get. Yeah. I'll say that. But I'll say he yeah. does love being with me. Not like. What party tonight? No, dear, whatever, no, no, whatever. No, he's no. not that. He lets me be me. Yes, I will say, and he's also. And also, but if very you need them to come, they can, of course. No, but yeah, they're not with you for that. No, no, he's not with none me for of that. that. No, right? listen, yeah. I needed him when I met him. You know, we did meet through an affair, which you know, you. Probably, I think that's terribly chic. Yeah, it's terribly chic. <laughs> I love that you I love own that it. You did that. I think no, you I said in to. the first five minutes, and I was yes, like, "That is fabulous." Yeah, you know what? That's another thing about our family. The Goodwins. We say it about ourselves before someone else can say it. It takes the wind out of the sail. Yeah, that's Absolutely. the way we are yeah. as well. You have to be honest. Yeah. And I think a you know lot that of, cousin that, you know, that the drug overdose. We say yeah. it out loud. We don't you hide it. Yeah. 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 And that's what we I love to. about you, because that's what you're you have such a confidence. You have such an air about you, which I just love because you have to say the things, you know, what's going on, because people are just like, oh, shame. Why did she talk about that? Why did she say oh, she had my an affair? God. Well, then you're going to live your whole life waiting for it to come out. Exactly. I that's not acceptable. No, I, I had a wild grandmother. So the daughter in law of the inventor, she was very fancy and really elegant, but had the best sense of humor and didn't take herself seriously. And she could, you know, she could go to a Buckingham Palace or she could have a peanut butter and jelly in the kitchen. She was that type. And she cussed like a sailor. She was fabulous. And she would always, she was so real. She would use the F fuck this and then whatever. And then she'd kiss men on the lips. Like she was, she was a great role model of you could be in this world, but you don't, need to take yourself so seriously and be fake. Yeah. She was so real. She'd answer the phone herself in a croaky old voice. She'd have a vodka at noon every day and, you know, and say vodka on the rocks with a twist. The twist was just so it just doesn't sound like vodka on the rocks. Like, <laughs> she but she had a full life. She danced, she laughed and it was a great, and she wasn't a phony and that was so refreshing. And I think when you see people taking themselves and life and all that too seriously, it's, you gotta have some joy. It's, I think, that's a big lesson. And I think a lot of people don't have that. They're putting on, you know, being something they're not. They're not authentic to their real self. Yeah. 
because they think people aren't going to accept them. And really, if they were their real selves, it would be so much, people would warm to them. When you pull down your pants and show you, whether it's vulnerable or whatever it is, people identify closer. I mean, people come up to me and even when I'm telling a story about how I became a DJ and I've had people on the streets that are like, you know, I was a full-time cop and I felt guilty because I was at home on my couch, but I didn't really want to do that. And I changed what I did and whatever. And you, you've shown me that you can do it. Like, show your vulnerability, say the things that scared you, you know, life isn't easy. Divorce sucks. You know, raising a kid on your own is not easy. Yes. It might look like everything's, you know, coming on a silver platter, but it actually really isn't. It's a little hocus pocus. You know, we, you know, we make it work. It's true. And it's okay to say it. It's absolutely. Tell me, you know, we ask everybody these three questions that come on. What was one of your big girl panty moments where it was like your sink or swim? I have to pull my big girl panties. I think it was after I got divorced. That was like when I really realized that I had to get my act together and find the money to support myself and my son. And I could not rely on someone else financially for the rest of my life. I had that wake up moment like, Marjorie, you need to get a grip and you need to do this. And That's scary. It is so mm-hmm. scary, but it's so when you realize and you focus and you get cracking, it's you feel great. And especially that you did it on your own. I did it on my own. And you don't have to rely on anybody else. No. I mean, that is, that's very empowering. Yes. Very empowering. Yeah. I also love that you say get cracking because that's what all my family say. Get oh, come cracking. on, get cracking. I love it. That is good. We always say that Margaret's percentages are like 50% delusion to 50% determined. Like delusion being a great thing. Oh, I like delusion. I could do yes, anything. Yes. What do you think your personality percentages are? To, well, I love your delusion metaphor. And I think that's definitely helped me coast for most of my life. But with regards to like my career, I would say a whole lot of luck and actually having no idea what the hell I was doing. And, <laughs> and, and really, it wasn't a plan. It was a, a magical accident. So that really all of those things, because I wasn't planning on any of this. This was a joke that turned into my life. And that is I just it just fell out of the sky and then it just kept going. So I but you were also very talented. Yeah, you I, were very talented. I love that you say it's a magical accident, but you took the accident and made it a career. Yes. Yes. And I, but don't forget, I didn't know that it was going to keep going, but it did. And I'm, that's the luck part. Mm -hmm. And I was being myself. And I, and I think I realized just be you. And I think that's when it all clicked and all came together. So I think that was a magical accident me being myself and the things that I loved and I was old enough to not give a shit what anyone thinks because, you know, we got a, a lot of my younger years. I, you know, there are these things that paralyze you when you worry and you gotta be like, I don't care. I was at the I don't care. Let's give this a whirl. I, I yeah. love it. I have another question, but then I want to I want to follow up with some other things about music for one second. What's your most entrepreneur real advice? Like just like people, anything about their career it doesn't have to be about the music industry, about, you know, women. And, and men, you know, reinventing themselves. What's the most real advice you could give someone? Well, the, you're not going to like this answer or maybe it's no, not. No, it the, is. I love okay, all your so answers. I, off, people often talk to me about taking a leap or doing things like that. And mine was a lucky ending. Yes. And I really think there's something to be said. Be careful if you have a full-time job with a direct deposit and health insurance and a nice salary. Don't give that up so easily until you have something else. It really, you that's have to. That's okay. That's, I, that's good. And that's I really think advice, that people, you know, you, it, you, correct. And if you are the provider for your family, you know, be, it's okay to pivot and change, but be responsible because you, like in the blink of an eye, you just don't know where it could all go. 
And there's something about having a, a weekly, by you know, monthly living to, to rely on, you know, and it's getting harder and harder to find that. So I, my entrepreneur is very hard. The, the statistics of who makes it and who doesn't is very, it's scary. Yes. It is. And you hear about the wins. You don't hear about the lo- the losses. So I would err on the side of caution. It doesn't mean you shouldn't dabble in your dreams, but be realistic. It's all right. Good. We need I health like insurance. We need. It's you true. Know, You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I just want to ask you a little bit about music because I, I go through this a lot. You know, I feel like, you know, an old lady always saying this. It's just like there's so, a lot of the new music I don't love as as much sometimes. Who do you think is overrated these days? God, I don't know, because sometimes I don't even Do you, know who the people are. The way, that's exactly. That's a, that's a problem. And so I don't know. I did go to a Harry Styles concert a year I, ago. I loved it. And so I couldn't hear for three days afterwards because the the young girls were so. Oh, yeah, they were. They were it, I thought I was, was going like to die the, at the Harry Styles concert. I thought I, I was, was going to need some sort of a hearing aid afterwards because I was. But that with the energy alone it it made me like him and i didn't even thought i knew knew anything about him but i feel like his songs have meaning i like his music i like he has that old he has like an english vibe with the like um with the horn section like anyone who can a young guy that can have a horn section makes me horny yeah and he's very he oods confidence yes You know, it's funny. I don't listen to a lot of new music either. I don't either. I, I know I, like Dua Lipa because I know the words. Yes, I think it's very, very funny because I say there's no singer songwriter music anymore either. You know what I mean? There's nothing makes it. It's it's rough. There's, I there's never going to be music. There's I'm never going to be another Fleetwood Mac. Well, I have oh, a recommendation. There's never going to be. I have a rec- recommendation for you guys. I played it for you this week. Jesse Wes new album. I see. I don't even know how that is. Believable. And I'm a DJ. I was British. To, I was listening. <laughs> Lexi was playing at my office, and Jesse wears. It's what they call new disco. I love so disco. There's a song called Pearls. Pearls. By I love Jesse. Where you will put it on on the way home, and you will float on a gay glittering disco cloud all the way home. It is. So magnificent, but no one fucking knows who she is. All right, so she's. We're gonna have to get her. Just yeah, I'm gonna download it because, by the way, pearls, gay, and disco are all my things. Yes, right. Well, that is so fabulous. Well, Marjorie, this was like a vacation for me. Just being too fast. I love love it. When are we doing it again? Oh, I'm good. We're gonna make our dinner plans right when we're done. Perfect. Yeah. Ladies, um, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much you for, coming. for coming. Tell everybody in. where they could follow you and find you so, or, and book you. Oh, yeah. Book me. Yeah, of course. A lot of bookings. They can find me at Instagram, Marjorie Gubelman, M-A-R-J-O-R-I-E-G-U-B-E-L-M-A-N. And because we have two Marjorie's here, you know, we have to differentiate. Yes, but we, Mad, yes. we are so similar. Yes. Yes. And I'm madmarge.com. Yes. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank for you for having me. me. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for listening. And if you love the podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts. Follow me at The Real Margaret Josephs. And me at The Life of Mrs. B. And the podcast at Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Budget. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. Keep Keep dreaming, dreaming, Caviar caviar dreamers. Dreamers.